Welcome to the Thrive with Omu podcast, where each week I'll chat with an amazing entrepreneur on their growth journey. They'll be sharing this with us to help and encourage us to take that bold step. Hello, hello, hello. Today I have with me Brenda. Brenda, how are you? It's so nice to have you on here. I am doing very well, and I am very excited to be here. So thank you for inviting me to just have a chat with you today. Awesome. Awesome. So how are you doing? How's the weather? The weather here, I'm in the United States, and the weather has been gorgeous. We've had beautiful blue skies, and it's just, it's fabulous. Nice. It's usually hot here, but today happens to be cool. So I'm relaxing. Yeah, and take advantage of those days, don't you? So tell us, who is Brenda? So I am a soulful woman, and that's what I've come to learn about myself. I love deep and meaningful conversations, and I am all about the inner journey and doing the inner work so much that um, I've made that my life's mission and life's work and have moved into um, being a holistic healer and supporting women who are going through their deepest, darkest challenges and helping them to navigate a new way forward through those challenges and learning to love again, thrive again, and improve their relationships. Like just, yeah, that whole beautiful process. Awesome. So, you know, um, people usually, I mean, there's some people who just do what they do because they do it or they like it, or they see an opening to make money. Um, But I find that most people do it from a point of experience or things they've been through. Where do you fall in? Which of these are you? So I see myself in both ways. So the first half of my life, I say the first four decades of my life, I definitely just did what I was what I thought I was here to do. And that was work in the corporate world and found myself living in this um, gerbil wheel life, like existing because it wasn't a life. And I have learned since that I wasn't doing what I was meant to do. I was in a job and the job was frustrating and not satisfying. And therefore my soul was dying. Um, I also am a single mom. And so I had three teenagers in my home and the relationships were getting tense and I had wayward children. You know, we've gone through divorce and custody changes and all those things. And, um, I found myself in my dining room, dining room one night after my teenage son walked off and slammed the door after yet again, another argument. And I realized that something had to change. And the only thing I could change was me. And that acknowledgement and that awareness, that acceptance of my situation propelled me to seek something different. 
And through that seeking, I found some alternative ways of healing. I had gone through the talk therapy route before in my past, and I wasn't going to do that again, kind of a been there, done that kind of scenario. And I knew that there was something else that I had to find and eventually came across a um, healing modality that I picked up very well with energy work and realized that I was gifted and skilled and ended up certifying in that modality and then opened my doors and started um, helping clients, you know, helping other women kind of begin to heal themselves, just kind of a step or two ahead of where I was. So I was doing my own energy work, doing my own healing on myself, on my kids. And I began to just notice things change, like subtle things, like Hmm. I didn't need to get out of that person's present as presence as quickly as I had in the past, or I had more patience with them, or I could tolerate their on and on about themselves. You know, I just started noticing these subtle things, these subtle changes. And I knew that other people would benefit from this work. So that set me on the path I'm on today. So do you, did you blame yourself for your son's attitude or for your children's attitude? In, in some ways, I think all mothers have guilt. Like, you know, that I'm not doing enough. I, you know, I should be stronger or how, you know, I think moms have a lot of guilt and regret. What I've come to realize and come to learn is I was living and reacting out of my own hurt and woundedness, my own patterns, my own conditioning of this is how it's done without ever challenging any of it. And so once I began to heal, like those patterns began to change, those awarenesses, the realization that I can stop in a nanosecond, I could choose something different, I could choose not to react Versus just automatically reacting, right? Like those, that, that was a pattern. And I think I forgot your question. But <laughs> once I once I understood that about myself, then I also realized that well, my children, they are also operating in that same way with their own woundedness, their own patterns, their own conditioning. And so I had to heal myself first and I had to really do a lot of changing in me. And now my children are all adults and out of the house. And now I'm finding that I'm having to navigate my relationships with them. Um, They don't necessarily know who I am today. Like they don't necessarily know because they're not living in my home anymore. Right. So a lot of the turmoil was when they were in their young teens and now young adults. So I'm having to learn to parent and navigate in this new version of me and help them see sometimes in the indirect way, their own patterns, their own woundedness, because I'm mom and they don't, some of them don't want to hear about the woo woo and they don't want to hear about the energy healing, you know, they, and that's fine. You know, it's loving them and accepting them as they are. And yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So assuming I don't want to hear about the energy healing and that's what worked for you and assuming um, they don't want, like you said, they don't want to hear about it. There are certain things that is, so I don't want to hear about the energy healing. Some other people don't want to hear about the energy healing. Some other people want to hear about it and different healings or different techniques. Mm-hmm. But that said, there's a common ground that has gotten you to where you are and um, you found help in some resource. Now, I want to talk about this common ground because whatever challenge you had with your uh, children, a lot of us, and by the way, I'm a mother as well, a lot of us mothers have the same or similar challenges, or at least we have, there's absolutely no mom who doesn't have a challenge with a child at some point. Um, So these challenges, and I'm happy you've pointed out, which was why I asked you if you blamed yourself. And I was, I intentionally put the question like that um, because um, there's a tendency to feel that you have no part to play and it's the children. But I like the way you outline the fact that you had your own baggage and you took responsibility for your role in that situation. Now, how, I mean, how much do you think that affected the children? Do you think that's, do you think, because I mean, for me, sometimes I find that when because of your conditioning, these children were innocent from when you had them and you raised them. So basically the way they've turned out has been based on your conditioning and what you have put in them, which makes you responsible for the way they have turned out. Do you think that's the case with you? I think there's some truth to that. However, I also believe that part of our journey that we're on is to become aware of when we're living in the patterns and become aware of where we're responding out of our conditioning because our souls also have a purpose and a mission and we have all this baggage around us. And so we have to learn to become self-aware and learn that when we can go within and we can heal from within and we can change our life. Amazing. And I'm also happy you said that because most of my guests, and I'm a firm believer in that, is on self-awareness because the, the work starts from within and only you can go there. And I'm happy that you honestly went there. Now, do you want to tell us a little bit about how you, you know, like went on your self-awareness journey to honestly, or some of your aha moments? Like me, there's some things that I've done in the past or I've reacted in a certain way over and over again and honestly believed I was right. And in the course of my self-awareness journey, I began to realize that I wasn't particularly right. And it came from this. And then I started dealing with it. Um, can you take us a bit on that journey? 
Sure. I so totally resonate with, um, if I look at who I was before, like I call be- before the journey and then after the journey, I very much was, um, had an attitude and a chip on my shoulder and de- very defensive. And um, I was right. And it was going to be my way. And now with this self-awareness piece has um, allowed me and caused me to sometimes look up, look at myself and my behaviors, my actions from like up above, like a third party. And so if this is about observing, oh, well, what's, why did you react that way? Kind of looking at myself and analyzing in this third person takes away all that emotion, right? It creates this detachment that allows you to look at yourself with, without judgment. And so I found that analyzing my behavior and looking at things, I had to look at it myself with curiosity and without judgment and just take it as information and realize, oh, I really went off the handle there. Well, what, why did I do that? What caused that? What, what was activated within me that created this reaction? Because I don't normally fly off the handle like that. So it's that kind of self-awareness and that going within because the answers are already within you. you your soul knows. I talk a lot about the, the body and I coin that as the mind-body-soul system. They're a partnership. And your soul, your soul knows what you're here to do and what the lessons you're here to learn. And by observing and just analyzing the situation and looking back at it afterwards without judgment and observation, you're allowed, you can see, oh, that's, this was reminding me of that. And this was reminding me of a childhood or whatever, and realizing that oh, there might be some more healing that has to happen there, or it might be some forgiveness that needs to be done or whatever it is. But it's that awareness, it changes then also to the way you see other people. So like with my children, this awareness I have now about myself and, and when I'm living in alignment and living true to who I am, it allows me also to look at them and experience them with curiosity too. It's like, oh, picking up on, oh, ooh, that that one got a little defensive over this. So I wonder what's activating within them. And it's helped me ask better questions, right? So I can ask my kids and talk to my kids now from this new place that I'm asking better questions and helping them come to their own realization and truth without coming in. Cause I think sometimes as parents, we, we know it all. And so, cause I did, yeah. like I would tell them, tell them anymore. They're also adults. And so I've had to move into this coaching role. Like I'm not the mom taking control of everything anymore. I'm now mom, more of this coach kind of walking through life with them as they navigate adults. And so that has really um, helped this helped all the relationships so much better. Awesome. Awesome. I loved, I love what I'm hearing. I love what I'm hearing. Now on your past, when you started the self-awareness journey and um, was there a way that you incorporated the children or did you go on the journey and then obviously from your discovery of yourself 
he started working on your relationship with the children? I mean, how did you do it? Yeah, so I think um, when I first started this journey, it was just working on me. And I would work on them like subtly. And now it's all just more conversations and just more. And again, because I said some of them don't really want to hear. They're not open to hear. They're not receptive to hear. I've got a couple who are maybe who can tolerate a little, you know, and so it's just being aware of where they're at and accepting them where they're at. And one day I trust and believe that they'll come into their own, their journey will take them to their own place, right? Where they'll open up and their awareness will expand and hopefully they'll be willing to ask some questions and want to know more then. But I honor where they're at. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, so I'm I'm asking these questions because as a mother, um, I also know that would benefit from hearing the struggles of other mothers and some things that worked and some things that didn't. Um, So how... How how did you introduce, if you did, um, the self-awareness journey? Because like we said earlier, the first thing starts with the self-awareness journey because if I don't know that this is going on in my life, then there's really no way of dealing with it. But if I did the self-awareness journey and I know that it's going on in my life, then I'm open to a solution. My solution might be different from yours. Yeah, but the truth is, I'm looking for a solution. So, how did you get them to at least do the self awareness journey to to know that there's something that needs to be dealt with? How did I get them to that? And I, I, some of them haven't even gotten to that self awareness okay. journey. Some of them have not. Um, I would say one of them is probably more so than others, but that child is also very intuitive and has those gifts already. It's simply waiting for the time for that child to step into that. So for that particular child, um, there was an openness when they were going through some some of their own deepest, darkest challenges, and I was doing the work that I'm doing, there was a, a conversation, a hard conversation. So I, what I found is it's very easy for me to speak to others and to support other women and, you know, telling them to have the brave conversation with their children, but then I have to walk the walk too. And so I have had to learn to step into the being vulnerable because I wasn't raised to be vulnerable. I wasn't raised to feel my feelings. I was, it was, I was conditioned to, we suck it up and we don't talk about our emotions. So having to then like kind of do, I feel like I've done a 180 and have to flip. And now I, I coach women to sit with their feelings and feel them and allow them and acknowledge them. 
thank you for listening to today's episode of Thrive with Omu podcast. This is your host, Omu Obilo. Thank you.